Welcome to Happy Hour with Julie and Liz. So Liz. Yes. I don't have to think of anything happy or snarky to start off the podcast because I'm going to let our guests do that because it's basically all we need. I know we have a guest. Someone's making noise. I think that that would be me. That would be your guest. Are you rolling a joint? What are you doing? Oh, (laughs) man. Me and Snoop are uh, firing up some kush. If if you don't recognize that voice, we are joined by Kurt Schlichter, who has military credibility, to talk with us today about this epic shit show that has been going on in Afghanistan, courtesy of 46. I'll just call him 46, like the squad. You know, they wouldn't say Donald Trump, so I'll just say 46. So Joe Biden... um, the president of the United States of America um, has withdrawn. Re- yeah, well, ele- yeah, or an, he's an avatar for whatever. And uh, we had just a very embarrassing and an international crisis on our hands this week. If you've been under a rock and you don't know that the United States decided to just withdraw without telling anyone um, from Afghanistan. And it's Thursday, August 20th, and Biden has postponed his vacation, his return to Delaware. Wait, it's Thursday? No, it's Friday, Liz. It's it's Friday. Oh, my God. Holy shit. We always tape this on Thursday. It's thank God it's Friday. Oh, that's. Can you imagine? Yeah, because I'm usually drunk on Thursdays. (laughs) And Fridays and Saturday, Sunday. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Especially this week. If I scared any of our listeners, it is Friday. You're probably listening to this Saturday. Um, But Biden has just given a press conference. So what we have on our hands is just an epic embarrassment of the United States deciding it was going to withdraw all of the sudden from Afghanistan, like actually in practice, not say it, not say we're going to withdraw, just say we're just we're done. And I believe that our NATO allies were not informed that we have a lot of um, people from different countries that are currently in Afghanistan. And what is that noise, Kurt? Seriously. Uh, that's a body noise. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> are you unwrapping a ho-ho? What are you doing? I, I'm just chilling in Ilman. I don't know what the hell's going on. Holy okay. cow, is my sound that bad? Wow. No, I can it hear just it. It makes for like, a more... There's a is it ice there. clinking in a glass? There's a clinking. Well, that might be the ice cubes. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to the very serious issue we have at hand, which is basically an international level of embarrassment by the way that the United States decided to withdraw from Afghanistan, which has left... Who knows how many Americans, because the president doesn't know, because he just said, I think the State Department's like, yeah, we don't know. How many Americans are stranded in Afghanistan? The Taliban immediately took over, which is something everybody knew would happen, but apparently the smartest people in the world that work in our military and intelligence community and the president, I guess, what if he knows anything, I don't know. And so now we have a lot of riots or warfare going on in the middle of uh, Kabul, which is a city of 5 million 
and the air, airplanes are trying to take off. The Taliban is seeking re- revenge. So, Kurt, you have a lot of experience. Tell our audience your your cred. Give us your receipts. Oh, my street cred. Uh, I was 27 years in the military, active reserve, retired a colonel, graduate of the War College, commanded a, uh, a cavalry squadron, uh, deputy commanded a brigade, uh, infantry brigade. Uh, I did not go to Afghanistan. I went to Desert Storm. I went to Kosovo and I did some operations here like the L.A. riots. Uh, so I'm kind of an objective observer. I, I wasn't there. I don't have any personal friends, you know, still on the ground, though. Guy, I, I have very close buddies who uh, uh, were there and were hurt. And, you know, they, they've shared with me some of the uh, desperate texts from uh, people they worked with trying to get the hell out. And it's uh, it, it, I mean, it's the shit show you say it is. OK, you know, civilians going to say, well, you know. Maybe there's something, maybe there's a plan. I don't see a freaking plan. As a senior officer, basically, you know, most of what you do is planning. I don't know where the hell the plan is, Liz, Julie. I don't know where it is. Where, where's the, what's the plan? You know know, me. It's like, I. I don't have any military experience. I've never been in the military. I don't, I'm not a foreign policy expert. Um, I don't, so this is not my, my wheelhouse, but I will say, I believe that anyone who can plan like a birthday party for a five-year-old could have made a plan better than what we're seeing right now. Yes. Yes. I, I, I look at it and it's like, okay, guys, I've got this idea. Now, the, the normal way, the way that they're expecting is that we have the military cover the retrograde operation, then the military goes last. Let's blow their minds. Let's send the military out first. They'll never expect that. I, How I, does I, that decision like that get made? I mean, that is I not have even. I no clue. Do you think? I, okay, I so... don't know. I'm looking at. I, 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 it's not. A, there's no military decision making process going on. Or if it is, it's be the commanders are idiots, which I think is is likely. Millie's a disgrace. Austin no, is a crop of food. Are yeah, they no, this no, they, dumb, Kurt? No, 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 they absolutely can be. No, no, no. no <laughs> get, get that out of your mind. That they can't be this dumb. They they are this dumb. And yeah, it, look, and there's there's reporting out there that you know the White House is thinking, well, we'll just rip the band-aid off and people will forget it. I mean, I've seen reporting that they're like, well, you know, White House isn't worried because it thinks people move on to other things, like, you know, eight dollar gas. I I I I what the fuck? Julie, what do you think about this? I mean, I agree with her. These people really are stupid. They're lazy. Incompetent. You know, I go back to the words of the special inspector general, John Sulko, who after the release of the Afghanistan papers, and it was really overlooked because it was happening during Trump's first impeachment. They came, the papers came out uh, January of 2020 in the Washington Post. It was really phenomenally Uh, a phenomenal series that they did. But the special inspector general for Afghanistan then gave congressional testimony. And he said there's just an air of mendacity and hubris around Afghanistan. And you see that playing out now Um, that they're so so corrupt. They're so lazy um, that they think that they could they could get away with anything. And all of this, I think, especially the last several years, the terrible leadership 
Um, uh, and then this clown show that we see now between Austin, Millie, um, uh, Blinken, uh, you know, go through the list, National Security Advisor. Uh, this is the culmination of that. And so I, I mean, you can't, you can't deny it. And, and I think that, the, you know, this whole, uh, you know, rose colored glasses about the military now, especially on the right, has been, uh, has been eradicated with their obsession. Yes, with yes. it's been erased. Talk about that, Kurt, as a military guy. I mean, how bad oh, it, 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 it is. Ab- look, the military is an absolute disaster. I wrote about this week in Town Hall. Our woke military is a joke. It, it, it is worse than you guys know. Okay, I'm sitting there watching Millie and Austin. You know, first of all, Austin is you're lying to us or incomprehensibly stupid. We don't have the capacity to get people out. Yeah, yes, we do. You, you just aren't doing it for whatever reason. Uh, Millie is a freaking clown. He he was uh, you know very brave as a junior officer. He has all those medals. He was a competent battalion commander that would have been the lieutenant colonel level. I know because people in his battalions occurred. I don't know what happened. He was a good battalion commander. Uh, he is raised to his level of incompetence. But this this clown, you know, in his uh, World War II era uniform, I love that because they want to evoke back to when the army could actually win a victory. Uh, it's been 30 years. I, I was there the last time we won Desert Storm. You know, the pinnacle of American power. And it's all been downhill. And then this guy's like, well, I got an idea. Instead of like focusing on war fighting, instead of validating the BIPOC trans experience, let's let's, you know, let, let's change the uniform to pretend that it's World War Two and we're still those guys. You're not those guys. OK, they've been gliding on World War Two for nearly a century. It, 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 it is a disaster. These guys, I mean. That you look at this thing and you go, what, what was the plan? It, it, it's not, yes, they're getting bad strategic advice from the, pre, well, direction from the president. That doesn't mean it has to be executed like a, uh, you know, a, 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 a circle jerk at the bulwark cruise. It, it is a disaster of every, of epic proportions. That, I mean, it is incompetent on every level. It, it violates every rule. Ah. But how is it not intentional? Like, I I don't, I don't, how is it that none of these people foresaw what would happen? And not only that, not only specifically related to this shit show in Afghanistan, but internationally, what kind of message does that send? I mean, has China taken over Taiwan yet? I mean, why why wouldn't it? I I don't understand why she just doesn't do it. Maybe he thinks it's just going to, maybe he thinks now they're so scared they'll just walk over. Uh, and, and give up. But but why not? Do, do you think that the Pacific fleet could stop it? You think They're Joe Biden do would, anything. You, you think Joe Biden's going to let an aircraft carrier get sunk with 5000 people, double the number of dead uh, in Afghanistan in one missile attack on a carrier. Right. And, 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 and make allies. no mistake, they can do that. Oh, our allies are fucked. But our allies like you, you know, the. The, the the Democrats, I'm sure you remember during the campaign, one of the big talking um, points uh. and campaign slogans against Trump was we needed to get back the respect of the international community. And oh, yeah, that's worked best, out great. One of the best things about Trump is that he literally did not give a fuck about yeah. the international community. And 
they probably hated him too, but they were afraid of him, which is very important. Yes. The, no one is afraid of Joe Biden. And now we're America looks very untrustworthy. You know? It is untrustworthy. It's not that it looks. It is. Would you yeah. trust your life to Joe Biden? No, there, there are tens of thousands of people who are probably going to die because they did. And of course, and, you know, you, you got, you know, team uh, human centipede in Washington, uh, uh, you know, to, telling us peasants why, you know, this is really a great idea. This, is a, this isn't quite so bad. You know, they're handing babies over the razor wire to the Marines. But, you know, yeah, look at the positive side. Uh, Those images it, were so terrible to think that they would be able to. I mean, do you believe and maybe, Julie, you can weigh in because I know you're like me, always focused on the way the press is reacting Acting to, to the, co the coverage. But do you do you believe that the Biden administration believe that the media would like cover them on this shit show? Well, I mean, look, they did basically until it was way too late and you had all these images coming out and they were confronted with it. Um, you know, I they have gone along with the wokeism of the military, this fixation on phony domestic terrorism. Uh, you know, they didn't call out Millie and Austin when they ordered that 60 day stand down uh, to root out bad political opinions within the military ranks. Uh, you know, th they've gone along with this. And so, of course, Biden and his team uh, are going to think that the press is going to cover for them. And they still were. You saw the press conference today, which uh, happened right before we started recording. You know, Biden is reading off of a list of a list of questions that they've obviously submitted to him. These reporters, <laughs> these reporters oh, yeah, act no. like. No, these reporters act like like the one, two of them are like nervous to talk to him. They're Mr. reading. President, thank you so script. much. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Thank oh, you so much God. for taking my call. It was gross. Well, you're right. Go on, Julie. They're reading off of the question that they've been given. He's reading the list that, that uh, the question that he's been given. He's reading the responses. No one is getting heated up except at the end, the NPR reporter who is basically like, wait a second, you know, <laughs> he couldn't take it anymore. And he's and, and then Biden sort of says, well, I thought that wasn't the question. <laughs> it's like, well, Oh, yeah. my God. No, he did. No, Kirk, no, he, he literally answered the question he thought he was getting that was pre-approved and not the accidental. Not, not, I don't so so let's 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 review here, ladies. The like president is the right taking pre-screened questions yeah. to which he has answers written out. And our glorious firefighting media, which I've been informed is courageous and glorious uh, and deserves our respect. And in, in fact, we'll cry when it doesn't get it like AP did over Florida. Just a little while ago, I was mocking him on Twitter. These guys are playing along with this instead of going, hey, fuck you. I'll ask what I want. And if you don't like it, I'm going to go out there and say, yeah, they tried to get me to submit questions. I told them to kiss my ass. Well, they would be but of fired course, they will never, they never do that. Be, right. They'd be fired and they wouldn't be allowed at the big boys table anymore for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and well. It's the same reporters. Zeke Miller at AP is always the first guy. Then the fat bearded guy from Bloomberg. You know, then they throw in a, 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 some minority woman, you know, so they could fill their quota. It's Yamichi. She's you know, talented. Right. Was it they her? They don't call on uh, Caitlin Collins anymore because she actually, to her credit, once in a while comes up with a, a, a zinger of a question. And Well, she's a little too stiz head anyway.
No Peter Ducey. I guess no calling on Peter Ducey, which they didn't. No Emerald. They, I, I don't oh, even no, know. Oh, no, they never call an Emerald. Yeah. So, um, no, it was literally he, Biden corrected the reporter. About said, the I question? Think, yes. He said, I think That's you beautiful. meant to ask. And then he answered what he said should have been the question. That's so, so amazing. It's and, 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 and it's like, uh, you know, look, this is emblematic. This shouldn't be a surprise because it's emblematic of every institution in our country. Every institution has failed. The NFL, the media, the military, academia, uh, the, the, the medical institute, you know, the medical community. Everything has completely failed because we have what we have are a bunch of cultural trust fund babies running it. It's like third gen. It's like uh, the Ford company giving the ki- giving it over to the third generation Fords, the ones that were like parked out in front of crack houses. Okay, you got the first generation <laughs> that's hardcore and builds it. The second generation, not that right. great, you know, not as good, but you know, they gave us the Mustang. And then the third generation's, uh, you know, arrested Blackers. in a fucking crack house in uh, uh, yeah. Austin. <laughs> And those are the guys yeah, running it, true. except they all yeah. have these credentials. They all think because, uh, you know, they they went to uh, uh, they went to uh, uh, freaking uh, uh, Yale or something that all is well. You know, yeah. that they're OK, that they're that they're that's the thing. You look at Biden and he's the perfect example of our elite. He is objectively a stupid man, but he thinks he's a freaking genius. And he'll tell you, I, I, I know better than anyone else. No, you literally don't. You literally don't know better than anyone. You are a borderline moron in the medical term, you know, in the medical context. You are an idiot. Uh, and, and, and no wonder they fail because they always fail. And, of course, there'll be no accountability. You know what's beautiful, Julie, is they can't even frame the protesters for July 6th effectively. They can't even pull that off. Right. Effectively. That's a shit show too. Well, let's let's talk about that for a second because that also came out today and then maybe we can get back to Afghanistan and what's going to happen from here on out because it it, it only looks like this is a bad situa- situation that's going to get worse and I want to hear from what you're hearing from, you know, your associates and what they're hearing from people on the ground and just overall but you know, it came out today, the FBI admitted what we've, those of us who have covered it, have known all along, that there's no evidence that this was some so, sort of orchestrated attack against the Capitol. They can't pin any, you know, few individuals who put this, masterminded this furry insurrection on January 6th. Uh, 90 to 95 percent of the charges, of course, have nothing to do with insurrection, conspiracy uh, or sedition. Uh, Most of them are low level trespassing disorderly conduct charges. Um, And so that came out today. And some people are suspicious of the timing. Uh, Darren Beatty, who wrote a couple pieces about the FBI potentially being involved in January 6th, thought that this was a way to cover up for. What will come out is FBI informants uh, or agents, agitators infiltrating some of these militia groups. So, uh, you know, what do you what do you guys think? What's your takeaway on this? Well, don't forget the bomber, too. Like we had a bomber. Oh, Oh, well, that just came across right this minute. The guy, Ray, I think his name is Ray Rose, Roseberry, Uh, Floyd Ray Roseberry. And as soon as you knew is when it was Floyd Ray. 
then it, the name comes out in like 30 seconds. It's not huh. one of these like three days later till you get the name. Floyd Ray, oh, no. get that out. I, we know. Yeah. Um. So he's been charged with use of a weapon of mass destruction. Like, is that his car? I think it was his Facebook account. Didn't he make a there, Facebook there, video? But there was no explosive. Yeah, there wasn't any explosive. Nope, no explosive. Um, but yet he's being charged with uh, use of. This is all again. This is so outrageous. How this Justice Department continues to try to destroy people's lives to help fulfill a narrative. This is another example. This guy obviously was some kind of a quack. I know we were all saying yesterday, you know, false flag that he's some FBI. Maybe he still is. I don't know. But now they're going to charge the guy with weapons of mass destruction, his beat up car. I mean, this. Well, is- I mean, don't you need to have a weapon of mass destruction? Well, that's to- what I was asking. What's I, I the mean, weapon? I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I find that odd, but not surprising. Oh, our, our, our our prosecutor, our, our our DOJ just needs to be freaking revised from the ground up. Oh, this is. I mean, crazy. it's just uh, I, you know, President DeSantis, you're my only hope. Well, also, <laughs> let's go back to what Julie mentioned, because this is important. Today, there was a story from Reuters that said the FBI has determined that there was no coordination um, among the J6 rioters yeah. insurrectionists wait are you telling are you telling me that the guy with the freaking viking uh, get up wasn't part of a complex extremely well synchronized conspiracy yeah. of like-minded uh uh, uh forward thinkers <laughs> yeah that came out today which was really kind of interesting because that see that was not only has been part of our the narrative since it happened but wasn't that included in the Trump impeachment number two? That, or maybe. Oh or, wow! Guess, yeah, that, right. So yeah. I guess that. But, but but again, we also were told that there were five or six people murdered, along with Brian Sicknick, who's murdered by Trumpaloos beating him with a fire extinguisher. That was also in the record and part of the impeachment. But um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't really take anything at face value anymore. So my question is. Qui bono? Like, why did they do? Why is this? Why is this story written? It wasn't written because it's news. It's written for a reason. What do you think? Why do you think they put this story out? Maybe, maybe this is part of the giant walk back, so they can start clearing this stuff out, uh, because they're going to have a discovery problem. Even you know, eventually there's going to be a judge who goes, you know, the whole speedy trial thing's kind of important. So you're going to trial on Monday. They better have all their discovery. And if you're not ready for trial, I'm going to find him innocent. Somebody's going to do that. And then they're going to have a problem. I, I, Judge Slichter would be longer than they would be, would be sentenced. I, I, I mean, look, I mean, just a a, a total corruption on our judges' part. The judges are supposed to prevent this crap. They've been going along, they've been joining in, they've been a part of it, they've been junior prosecutors. Uh, Look, it's it's amazing. Yeah, the, the institutions are, are, are always respect us, respect us. And I'm going to do everything, desi- everything possible designed to make you not respect us. I mean, you look at the Supreme Court, which 
which wants to maintain it, you know, John, John Roberts wants to maintain its institutional integrity, and he decides the best way to do it is by short-term giving people what they want that they shouldn't have uh, instead of taking hard stands, where hard stands are exactly why an institution gets respect. Um, I do want to touch on what you just brought up, Kurt, because I, you know, follow these court cases. I've been listening to these hearings, and I will say that a few of the judges, even a few Obama appointees, are get, running out of patience with the Justice Department for dragging, and you're yep. an attorney for dragging. Uh, not just, you know, they keep tolling the speedy, uh, speedy trial clock, but this huge delay in discovery. And so, when in one hearing last month. A prosecutor admitted they are not going to have full discovery obligations met until early 2022 at the at the Jesus. earliest. I mean, you're you're talking about Kurt, and this is a, in a case of a guy who has been in jail since January. He was arrested January 15th. They still cannot put this database's platform on because, of course, they have tens of thousands of hours of surveillance video, body cam footage from law enforcement. They've got who knows how much video of open source stuff that they've taken off of people's personal devices and all of the, you know, subpoena materials, et cetera. Kurt, you would know, uh, you know, what all this material oh, is. Oh, it, 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 it's massive. And so why did you arrest him on January 15th? You're not ready to prosecute him. You don't have all the evidence. Why did you arrest him and then want to hold him in jail? It's it's, it's such garbage. And I, I mean, if you want a judicial, you know, if our judicial system wants respect, it's got to ask prosecutors that question at the first bail hearing. OK, when do you think you'll be ready for trial? Well, about a year. Well, that's that's not a speedy trial. When do you think you're going to be ready in terms of a speedy trial? Well, I, I just, well you, you had probable cause to charge and arrest him, right? So you 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 by doing that, you told me you were ready to prosecute this guy. You know, we're having a we're having trial at the end of April. See you in the end of April. Better be ready. I take Brady seriously. Better give over all the discovery. What are your questions? And then, I mean, there, there you go. But they don't do that. No, they're like, well, you know, it's really hard for the prosecutor. It's probably hard for the guy being held in jail who may well be innocent. Well, and I think, too, that's what they're worried about is they are they're doing, you know, all of the surveillance videos under protective orders. They're starting to get some pushback. Which is ridiculous. On, right. None of it um, should be under protective orders. Zero of it. Well, how can you square the 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 rules of of I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm going to sound stupid. But how do you square the actual rules of litigation with not disclosing the exculpatory evidence. I mean, well, yeah, that, yeah, that, that is problematic. Game. You can't <laughs> say that. I, but, but what is it? You are right to, to call out these judges because oh, but, the but judges see, are special. supposed to be like, uh, no. But you it's special. You, it's always an exception. Yeah, I love free speech, but it's really important we take down the president of the United States from these uh, 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 from social media. Not the Taliban, but the president. It's important because it's special. Oh, in this case, it's spe- it's uh, everything's always special. Well, you know, it's COVID. It's special. Everything's always special. Everything's always an exception to the rule. We love free speech. Just we've never met a circumstance where it would actually apply. Well, it's interesting, and I think in the long run, fortuitous, how all of these things are colliding at the same time. So you have 
the catastrophe in Afghanistan. You have the narrative crumbling of January 6th. You have this farce about COVID now, the vaccines, now a booster, then the news about Moderna's uh, second shot today causing possible inflammatory cardiac issues for especially oh, young nice. people. Um, you know, just the, as you said, Kurt, these institutions are completely corrupted. They are corroded. They are not to be trusted. They are actually turned into the enemy of the people who they are supposed to serve and represent. And where, I mean, I mean, Kurt, you've written about this. You've talked about it for years. Where does this go? Do you really feel that we're moving a lot closer to, I mean, you don't want to necessarily use the word civil war, but a real legitimate uprising by people against uh, this corrupt, uh, uh, vengeful federal government and other institutions? Um, first of all, when you talk uprising, I, I don't see one along the lines of my books, like including the split, which is out now and available. Uh, no, I, I, Amazon.com. First of all, I, I think the chances of actual violence are unbelievably are, are very, very low. Uh, you know, when people, you know, when people go, Oh, you know, we got our guns and everything. Yeah, you do. But that's, that, that is, that is such a, uh, a, a distant issue. We have a pseudo functioning support, uh, court system, a pseudo functioning electoral system. Uh, uh, we have a pseudo functional ability to communicate. We are nowhere near anything like violence. What we will see, though, is a peaceful uprising, a conservative insurgency, to quote the title of one of my books, uh, because of failure after failure after failure at every turn by every institution from the Olympics to the to, to Hollywood, to the court system, to uh, Afghanistan, uh, to the economy, everything is failing and people are getting tired of it. I saw a, a, a poll uh, that, that came out yesterday. I don't know if it's accurate. I don't really believe polls that much, but it had uh, a governor zombie or I'm sorry, President Zombie. I want to promote him. President Zombie at about 38 percent approval which I would not find surprising since I paid like five bucks for gas the other day. <laughs> oh yeah. Gas is bad. Everything's, everything's more expensive now. And people are noticing, especially all of the people that Biden was supposed to. All right. Who's making that noise? What the hell? It's not me. I don't know. It's, oh my God. It's probably oh, it's uh, the NSA. Chris Ray. It's Chris Ray. Oh God. Who, who, wait, here's my quick quiz question. Who gets fired first by President DeSantis, Chris Ray or freaking Millie? Oh, I mean, talk about a conundrum. He's simultaneous. Uh, a, a sort of a three-way firing. He should just announce it and go, I don't have time to write all the letters. And yeah. just yeah. say, I, As part fired. of his inauguration speech, I'd be like, the following losers are gone. Chris Ray, pack your shit. <laughs> well, Kurt, Millie, you start, think, drag you that think- duffel bag. Do you think Trump is going to run again in 2024? Uh, I hear rumors from people who know him that say, yeah, he says he is. But of course he is. He's got to keep his options open. There's no reason. Well, he's fundraising. He's got he's got, you know, he's got things operations, right? He's got there's a bunch of fundraising going on. He's giving speeches. You know, I think there's an event this weekend. There is. He he likes that part of it. Look, I have not met. I have not met a conservative activist, all of whom like Trump. I like Trump. But I've not met one 
who says, I really want Trump to run. But, yeah. and, and look, it, it, it look, it's not a diss of Trump. We're just, you just got to be unsentimental. Is he the best guy to win the election? No. Do we, we want to relitigate? No. Do we want to relitigate? You know, the insurrection. Uh, he's older. Uh, look, it was over five years ago he came down the elevator. And while I love mean tweets, and I do, uh, you've got to ch- you've got to change your tactics for the times. Ron DeSantis is getting out there and achieving by achieving. Trump achieved. There's no question about that. Uh, but he, you know, he for better or worse, whether it's his fault or not, I, I don't care about any of that. I, I don't care about the justice in or who's right or wrong. I just care about the effect. He was in peripheral battles all the time. Uh, DeSantis isn't. They try and draw him into it, and then he goes and does something else successfully. He has none. Uh, he, he's very good at handling the media. I think that's one of the biggest problems any of the former candidates, I mean, they're all establishment, and they want to be liked by the media. Ron DeSantis yeah. doesn't care. That's he such an important, that it's really simple, and it's so obvious, but it's a lesson that none of the establishment Republicans can, can bear bear to learn because they're so embedded in the institution of politics that they can't just tell the media to fuck off right they're they've too they owe too much they're in the system they're yeah. part of this web well, and the, well, uh, you look at you look at uh, uh kavanaugh right he go, he still goes to the same freaking country club he went to before you know yeah. I, I love i yeah. love the uh, clarence thomas model you fucked with me i'm going to make you my project Kavanaugh's like, well, maybe I could woo them back. And there's so much of that. There's so many of these guys who want to be liked at some level. DeSantis doesn't care. Uh, Christy Nome pretends not to care. And then, and then, and then no, freaking, uh, you know, she dances like an organ grinder's monkey for the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, <laughs> freaking Nikki Haley. Uh, you know, she she never met a bridge. She didn't want to build the bipartisan. No, land. she's off. I don't. No, I mean, a lot of these people, some of them are smart enough to kind of pick up on the the reason for Trump's popularity. So they try and pretend, you know, well, that they they're want, they, yeah, but ultimately, yeah. They, but they can't sustain it because it's not real. So at some point, uh, Christy Nome is going to bend. Nikki Haley, you know, was was really pretty much more transparent. It took Christy a little while, but Christy Nome revealed herself. A lot of these other people. Um, can't sustain it because it isn't authentic. But I do no, think it that isn't. one of it, it and but I do think that one of the most important qualities of any for any future Republican candidate for president or even for any statewide office is going to be the ability to be like, fuck you, I don't care about your name calling, I don't care what you write about me. I'm going or I'm just going around you entirely as a as a mechanism to transmit information. That's what really yes. needs to happen. Exactly. One of look, one of Trump's problems, uh, Trump is Trump is hated by the establishment, but he is firmly part of it and wants to be in it. Or the yes. elite, rather. Yeah. Now yep. he he he's the elite guy who will turn around and tell you, hey, you put on a lot of weight, you're looking kind of fat. He's he's kind of Al Cervic, but he's in the club. Uh, and he, and that's why, you know, Maggie Haberman got a interview with him, Bob Woodward. Yeah. This is after the freaking, after he got out, Bob Woodward got an interview. Julie, did you get an interview with him? I know I haven't. Nope. 
I couldn't even get a retweet for my book that I wrote about him. So well, you know what else though? Also, yeah, when he, yeah, he got look. Because, you don't want to be his friend because I you will get he doesn't fun. have friends. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have friends, friends. and right. that's, he doesn't that, really that's have the friends. thing. That's also, the thing during his administration. And I, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but I had high level conversations about media strategy which was not only to just move them out entirely and like put them down the street from the white, you know, like not just move mm-hmm. them out and ignore them. But why weren't things from the white house leaked to friendly outlets with a people like Julie, like the yes. daily caller, like, like the federalist, why weren't the leaks coming there? And instead the leaks are going to fucking Mag- Maggie Haberman or Axios or Jonathan Swan or all these other journalists. And it's like, do you not know how the game is played? And so what happened is that for four years, we're spending our energy trying to overhaul the narrative that the White House owned gold itself, you know, by thinking that these people were ever going to give them a fair shake. Well, Trump Trump came into office with no Rolodex. He wasn't Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush had 5,000 little uh, Bushites, uh, you know, including uh, Mitt Romney's 15 identical sons uh, uh, to uh, uh, go in and, and serve loyally. Instead, he had to take a bunch of people who were establishment and disloyal. Uh, hopefully now, now there are, there are woke people who got training working for the administration. So we have people with some experience. The, the thing is, you know, you need a candidate who is smart enough to leverage that. And a lot of these guys aren't. I deal with a lot of politicians and I will tell them things and they will sometimes listen and they will sometimes not listen. And when they, and then they'll do something stupid and it's, you know, am I wasting my freaking breath? The the thing is they get the same. Yeah. Hey, Joe, Joe, Joe Smith's a great, great consultant. Why he was on like McCain and, and and the Romney administration and all, you know, it's like, no, don't even get me started on the political industry. I've worked in it for almost 15 or 20 years. So I know all these clowns and I don't want to go down that road. That's a whole nother thing. But you are right to say that Trump had no Rolodex. And a lot of people in the very beginning of the administration, I know because I was involved in some of this, Trump was given lists of people that needed to go from people who had been in the administration and knew where the real problems were. And then, of course, fast forward two years, and they're all testifying against him in a House you know, Intelligence yeah. Committee hearing. And you know, Trump never got rid of them, even though they were literally on, like, this is the person that's a problem. This is the person up there. Oh, look, they're all there right now. You yeah, know, there's you know, setting up the with his fucking box of but donuts. But he didn't do anything. And that is a problem when you come in at, from as a populist and you don't have, um, you know, somebody well, that. He, he respected people. people. No, he, he respect, wanted, didn't he want McMaster to wear his uniform? Remember? I yes, read that. He like, loved he liked generals. That. He loved generals. And, and look, I I know a lot of generals. I work for a lot of them. And, and there are ones that I respect. And there are others who need to be put out to freaking pasture. He he was he was fooled by generals and others. There, name a general who did not voluntarily or involuntarily screw up. Even Flynn brought trouble on him, and Flynn was loyal. He he yeah. didn't under he didn't get it, and well, he, he, he the, here's the thing: he didn't learn because he's doing no. the same thing. Freaking Woodward still gets a freaking interview. When is a guy from Town Hall going to get an interview? Right. When is, uh, you know, 
Matt, Th- uh, Katie Pavlik's, uh, uh, Matt Thespa, somebody. When are they going to go in there and get an interview? And it's the fifth and never because who's who's ta- what's a town hall? Well, I think that Trump believed in the institutions. Yes, and he did. So that's he why he's he likes people that have credentials that people yep. are. You know, he was very proud of of Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, all his doctors, all these fancy science scientists at the CDC and the FDA just like he was with the generals, just like these people that had yeah. pedi- the, the right pedigrees for someone who, you know, kind of aspires and wants to be part of that club. And then, of course, it all bit him in the ass because he wasn't part of the club and they didn't want him to be part of the club. Because, exactly. You know, his, his ideas threatened the club. So he wasn't allowed. So whatever happens in 2024, let's hope it's maybe it's DeSantis, maybe it's someone else. I don't know who that would be, <clears throat> but let's hope that. Um, I don't see how it's not going to be good for the right in 2024, because so far, what are we, seven, eight months in? And this has been just a a fuck show on every front. (laughs) And and the Afghanistan thing is just like the cherry on top, right? Because we're already dealing with inflation, really big problem with the housing market. We've got unemployment. People are fighting about basically, you know, racism masquerading as critical race theory in schools, all of these different lockdowns. And now we're basically have a a massive humiliation on the world stage. So let's go back to Afghanistan, Kurt, because I want to pick your military mind, which is where do we go from here? Like, let's talk about the series of fuck ups that led to where we were. And I believe that started with, I may be wrong with the fact that we decided to abandon Bagram, which is our big military headquarters and base in Afghanistan. Yeah. Give you would a, think that you would think that a uh, military base. Important. Be, yeah. It would seem important. If you were going to do a retrograde operation, you'd probably want a secure facility uh, that you can fly, uh, you know, uh, uh, air support out of. Remember, air support is now maybe some drones, uh, uh, maybe some uh, B-52s flying from Diego Garcia, maybe some F-18s flying from ships eight hours away in the freaking Indian Ocean. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing is, the American American military fights uh, with systems. It's not a, guy, a bunch of guys with rifles. Rifles are only a small component of it and not the primary killing system. Primary killing systems, artillery, air power, and the other things. We, we call them fires. And, and we don't have the artillery on the ground. We don't have the uh, uh, enough of the helicopter gunships on the ground. We don't have the attack a- uh, aviation on the ground. We, you know, we, 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 you, you would want all that, okay? I would want Bagram. So I could support whatever I had to do with whatever I needed to do. And if I needed to get 20 F-15s in, I fly 20 F-15s in from uh, Qatar, and they they fly missions out of Bagram. And Bagram's secure. Bagram's got logistical stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a little farther away. Doesn't mean you can't use uh, uh, the uh, international airport. But wouldn't it be better to use the international airport for short shuttle flights or helicopter flights? Hey, pull, go into the airport. We will get you to Bagram. Bagram, we get you out. I mean, there the the options uh, uh, are unlimited. Uh, but no, let's get rid of Bagram. Just cause, cause we're at, leaving in the middle of the night without telling anybody. That's the best part. Um, what? Um, where? Where do we stand right now? 
Um, I know that we've got a lot of Americans. Again, I mentioned earlier, we don't know how many. Um, there, I guess we're we're trying to evacuate. I don't know if we started up. I guess there was like a long delay of Afghans and Americans and future refugees out out of there. Do you think it was a? Do you think the Biden administration made some deal with the Taliban about being allowed to do that? Do you think that's probably oh, yeah. that they trusted the Taliban? Oh, oh, well, here, here's what's happening. The, the right now, to keep the Taliban from firing rockets and missiles and shooting bullets at the airport, there are CIA guys who've been in Afghanistan a long time, uh, in in unmarked vehicles, driving out with duffel bags full of cash, and they're paying off the warlords. Wow. Oh, oh, no. That, first of all, OK, that's not necessarily a bad idea. Cash is a weapon system. Uh, and if that's what you wanted to do, yeah, that that would be I, I might do that as part of my plan. I would also say, but my guys are going into town and they're going to grab people and your boys are not going to get or not going to hassle. Because if that, here's what happens if they hassle them. Uh, I kill them and then I come I stop giving you money. And I and if you kill a lot of my guys, I kill you. Okay, I'm holding you responsible for the safety of my guys. So you pull your dudes out. Your money's still coming, buddy. Ahmed, you are going to get all the money you ever wanted. All you got to do <laughs> is not fuck up and control your dickheads. Keep your yeah, shitheads out of my guy's like, way. What, what, oh, you, why are we yeah, doing I would have. Like, why didn't we do this first? Yeah, why didn't you know? we? These are great questions. Why didn't we? I mean, you could have that stuff wired down. Look, there, look, there's nothing dishonorable about buying the lives of your guys uh, by saying, hey, I'm going to pay you not to screw with my guys or anything we do or any of our people. You leave us alone, let us do our thing. The money will not stop. You screw with us, money stops, and then I'm coming for fucking you. I'm coming for you, warlord. OK, well, maybe it's that you the will Biden wake up freaking dead. Have the guts to do that, though. I mean, I don't know why thing. they wouldn't. I mean, that's. You know, they seem cowardly. Trump would Trump would have done it. Right. And I, I mean, I mean, you just, you know, guy, this is this is the deal. You get rich or you get dead. I think you probably want to get rich. That's just me. You know, here's think, the other thing that, that, that people say, like the Kurds, as if it's one group. In fact, the Kurds that we abandoned were a bunch of communist terrorist Kurds, not the Kurds, just one bunch. The 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 Taliban is not one group it is different groups and so if you're paying off Ahmed well there's Mukhtar over there and he's like well where's my money why am I not getting paid off I know I'll grab a couple you know I'll grab uh, uh, the uh, girls from Wellesley who are here teaching the uh, <laughs> Afghan ro women's robotics team and I'll hold them hostage and then you'll give me some love oh I don't know I wouldn't pay that ransom I'd be like eh I'd be like, there's a lot of basic suburban girls. I think we're good on them. You, you keep them. We Make don't. them into wives. They probably <laughs> dig it. That. They, yeah. they, they've, got a lot of, they've got a lot of identity issues. Of course, you might find your harem has new pronouns. But Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, so, that's so messed up. Um, okay. So do you think we can turn this around? Oh, it, it's going to be a fuck show the whole way through. It's going to be a, it's going to be a shit-oriented OnlyFans account, and it's going to go on and on and on. Do you think and, the media is going stop to be covering hostages? it? Do you think they're going to uh, stop covering? Well, today you will see Joe Biden out there establishes 
that it was good to leave uh, Afghanistan. That is all, period. Uh, and they're going to start covering for them. You'll see less coverage of it, just like you don't see the border. You know, you, you don't see gas prices. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll probably see more thing about my insurrection. You know. <laughs> the uh, new terrorists. The, the, the new West, terrorists, the real, which are the you real and terrorists. me. Yeah, the yeah, real, real terrorists, you know, the American patriots. Um, yeah, they're, they're totally good. They're, look, they're the palace guard. They're going to palace guard. Um, and they've got to be destroyed, too. And the way to destroy them is when, you know, President DeSantis comes in and he says, I'm not going to take calls. I'm not going to take questions from the following outlets. Washington Post, New York Times, ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to talk to you. You can sit back and take notes. I'm going to talk to these other outlets because you're liars and everything, you know, and if he does say, say from the New York Times, I know it's going to be, I know whatever you're going to ask is going to be a lie or uh, uh, the premise is going to be a lie. But why don't you go ahead and give it a shot and just just hate on them. Um, and then, of course, if we have, you know, see, the thing is, we have to use our power. The president has to use his power to fire people and get them out of the government. Uh, the the Congress needs to use its power to regulate our opponents the way they've regulated us and to take away their advantages uh, the way they've done to us. Uh, we, we, you know, I, I would love there's three ways to have something happen. We can have a system where everybody's uh, equal. and We have a nice civil society. Everybody's rights respected. Or we can be the authoritarians or they can be the authoritarians. There's only three options. They've taken number one off the table. So I can live with number two, but I'm not going to live with number three. Um, who do you think gets fired first with Biden? Who's going to be the first? No one. No one's going to because that really? would be a failure. No one's going to get fired. I, I don't I don't imagine anybody is, uh, okay. although uh, I do enjoy watching the intelligence community leaking. That was the military. Yeah. Uh, that was Biden and the military yeah. leaking. Oh, wait, wait, this ain't us. And then the White House has not been able to effectively leak, which I think is funny. I think they're trying. And I think the media. Now, keep in mind, the media had at least had because they got a lot out, a lot of people over there. So I think that I think they were partly trying to put pressure on Biden and partly trying not to piss him off too much. But once their guys are out of danger, I think they're free to, uh, you know, start uh, shrimping again and slurping their toes like Dick Morris on a, on New Year's Eve with a couple of hookers. <laughs> I don't you know, I don't think anyone's going to get fired either. I think that, you know, it's interesting that you pointed out how much leaking was coming from the intelligence community because. Oh, God. The- the oh, and the House. State Department's dissent cable, did you, oh, which yeah. Grinnell is pushing, the one where it's like, oh, no, here's the cable where we told mm-hmm. them. I love well, that. That's I was the like, funny thing. Saints waste the Sunday. Saints waste the Sunday. You're White taking House, it in the buns. Big mistake. It was a big mistake for the White House to make it look like the idiots are in the intelligence community and the State Department, you know, instead of. They they put the blame on intelligence and said, oh, we, you know, we, there was no consensus. We had no idea. And the State Department. And then, you know, the intelligence community is going to leak. And the media is going to sign with the intelligence community. Because, obviously, the Biden administration is going to go at some point. Um, yeah. And there'll be another administration. But the intelligence community is the one where they get all their info. So they're yeah. not going to, you know, side with the White House. So yeah, my, and the White House is stunned because it it, yeah. it doesn't understand why the coverage they didn't is get so it. bad. They they, didn't yeah, get it, it doesn't understand. The thing is, they, see, they think that 
just because the media uh, shrimps them that they're, you know, they're Dick Morris's hooker. But they're not Dick Morris's yeah. hooker. They're Dick Morris's valet. Toad. Toad. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, that that but is an shrimping, folks. I, I just introduced you to a new term. Shrimping. Uh, no, I know what it means, but I'm not, we're not gonna talk about we're not talking about it on the show. I'm always the one people call up when they play um, that cards against humanity and they ask what certain terms mean. I'm that person. I'm always like, I know what it means. I'm like, don't Google it. I know what Um, shrimping is. Leave me out of it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. We're not going to go there. Um, I know what you guys are talking about. No clue. Good. That's and that's good. You don't you don't need it. You're so you're so sheltered. Let me let me just run this idea by you. I have this idea and I, I think that Uh they, that they are, I know that that they are getting, they're throwing Biden under the bus and we are getting ready for president Harris. That's Um, what I think. Well, look, that's going to be interesting because if I remember correctly, they're going to need uh, the Republicans in Congress to support a 25th amendment thing. And, you know, they would, well, well, would they, because yes. you know, I, I would say, well, you know, I think it's important we get rid of this desiccated old zombie. But I want to say, you know, uh, because he's freaking out. But I'd like to know what Joe Biden's going to offer me. I mean, Joe, if we leave you in, is this three billion dollar, uh, three trillion dollar thing going to go away or is that going to stick around? You know, I don't think it was going to come to the 25th Amendment. I think he'll resign. I think he'll oh, I think, think he will. And I think go. I do. I think they'll make him an offer that he can't refuse, basically, which is that, you know, if this is your legacy, if you don't go now, it's going to get worse that you saw what they did. You know, you saw where the leak started, um, you know, with the, you know, uh, under Afghanistan, it's only going to get worse. So I don't think it necessarily has to go to a 25th Amendment, but I do think that they are they're letting him they're hanging him out to dry. And that's why we haven't seen a lot of Kamala. You know, we, oh, we, oh, God, she's standing up there she, behind him and her eyes are darting back frame. and forth like she, it's a but, hostage video. But she was out of the frame, right? It's in this press conference today. You could barely see her. Oh, know, when I saw her, she's of, glancing around going, I want <laughs> calm blue ocean. Come get me the she's, out of here. She's going to Vietnam and Singapore How on a apt. trip. Can you believe that? I know. It, I'm uh, not it, is she the most tone deaf person on earth? She's they're they're awful. They're she is awful, and I, I don't think it would be better with Kamala Harris. But, Julie, what do you think of my idea? Do you think that they're throwing Biden out to the wolves? I have heard that from other people. I, I, I just – I don't know. I mean, you're probably closer – you're a lot closer to that whole world than I am, but um, – I don't know. I know people I respect think that that's the case. I just can't. What? I don't know why he would leave because he's protected. I don't think he cares about his legacy. He's going to die anyway. Soon. Well, he thinks it's going to be huge. He, he he thinks he's smart he's an, and he's aggressive. Yeah, he's and right. He doesn't want to leave. No. He, this is this has been his goal over his whole miserable life. Plus, you think Jill Biden's going to let him punch out? There's no way. Can, they can, no I don't know. They can threaten his legacy. It just seems to me like he's taking an unusual amount of heat right now, <clears throat> which is very unusual because, again, the media has done a really good job of covering up the fuck ups like the southern border um, and, and not really getting too too 
driving too far down in the inflation issues um, and other problems in the administration. But now he's, I mean, he's, it seems like he was taking a lot of flack. So that leads me to wonder, are they, you know, getting ready to throw him out? So, you know, who knows? But sometimes I, I have a good spidey sense about these things. Do you think they really and want her? They want her instead of she's, him? She's controllable. She's even more controllable than him. He's yeah, I heard she's very he, responsive. Yeah, she, she'll get on her knees <laughs> if that's what it takes. Okay, I'm sorry. That was low. But I mean, she, she okay, we have to put, we're going to put a label on this. Um, so anyway, um, but I think she, I think, I think Kamala is not a big ideological, like she's not committed ideologically the same, you know, as, as we're led to believe. And I think she'll do whatever it takes. And, you know, there have been leaks going back and forth since the um, inauguration where you could tell that, that, that the Kamala people would leak something bad about Biden, the Biden administration. They had a big hit piece on Kamala's chief of staff and how it's abusive and it's all this stuff. You could tell there's like a little battle going on. And then, you know, Biden kind of tossed the ball back and was like, hey, bitch, you're going to the border. And, you know, she doesn't want to be photographed near, you know, all of these like starving children and families crossing over the border unfettered. So I I think I think Kamala is even more controllable because Joe Biden has a big ego. He he thinks he's right. He and he has a mean streak. So I think he's less controllable than than Kamala is. So I think they would rather have her. Now, we I don't know if that's an upgrade for us. Probably not. No. Uh, look, I, I, I think uh, I think these uh, uh, guys are hoping that uh, Kamala is terrible and she's going to lose in 2024. And Biden Biden's not going to run. Uh, the thing is, at the end of the day, Democrats are bad at this. And they're going to make the country much, much worse. And I think we're going to see a wave next year. And I think we're going to uh, uh, see uh, uh, President DeSantis in 2024. Look, five years after Saigon, we had Ronald Reagan. That's how this works. And we just we 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 need we need an autistic president who doesn't respond to institutional social cues. Yeah, That's well said. So that, that is well said. And I think that is a good note to leave this week's edition of Happy Hour, which is happy. I don't know what Kurt's doing, what's making that noise. I don't want to think about it. But I'm not some noise that has been persistent this entire hour. We don't know what it is. If you know what it is, if you want to guess, listeners, we should do that. Me That's and Julie. <laughs> it, it tweet at me, Julie, or Kurt, and say, what do you think it is? That what the hell is that doing? noise? Is he crinkling <laughs> aluminum foil into the microphone? Has, and has he done that for one hour? Please tweet that at us. So thank you, Kurt, for joining us to talk about the Afghanistan and J6 and all this other crap. And, and Julie and I will be... And, and 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 our vocabulary lesson, Julie. Don't Google that. Don't Google that, Julie. And we will go. If you oh, I forgot to add. If you haven't subscribed, go subscribe. Happy Hour with Julie and Liz at, on iTunes. Five stars. We're five stars. And we will see you next week. 
Thanks for listening to Happy Hour with Julie and Liz. We'll see you next week.